0: Night flashes had taken her out of herself, and yet, in another scene, it had restored and given her back her sense of self. Perhaps there are two stories hiding within each of us, she pondered. The first, the story of the life we have lived, the script we have set for ourselves, and the other, the might have been. Or perhaps it was all the same book, chapter by chapter, between different covers. The same story, told again, from a different perspective. The actual process of the new book had both exhilarated and exhausted her. She had begun to see herself in her new light. The complexities of Dev Shamsher's life, the contradictions, the reversals of fortune had explained some of her own singularities to her. She had been born to an extravagance of thought and action, which had been systematically stifled by her mother's hurts and apprehensions. Now that Rudrani Rana had, so to say, found herself... Rediscovered her core She wondered that the person she had been Why and how had she retreated So deep into her own shadows The father she had never known Who had killed himself on her birthday The father she had found again After all these years The other man who had shamed her Who had tried to break her spirit The man she would never name Rupert Murch, Whom she had loved Who had loved and betrayed her his mother, her unpredictable benefactor Stella March, kind and cruel in equal measure, and that monster from her past, her mother, matron Rana, and her unspeakable words, which Rudrani had never forgotten. It was you who should have died, not your brother. It was you who should have died, not your brother. It was you who should have died, not your brother. And there was her mother again, speaking in the voice of the rotating blades of the discoloured ceiling fan. She felt dizzy, and her head was spinning counterclockwise to the movement of the fan above her. Where was she? Why was she here in this unfamiliar room, sprawled upon a blue divan? The first line from her first book. My body remains a haunted house. Then the shutdown began. First the shivering, the chilling of the bones, followed by a soft sweat that bathed her like a mist. Then the floaters, the night flashes, like meteorites and comets in a dark sky. Then the dark and the silence. Then a light. Her mother was waiting for her on the other side. But she had not died. It was only a dream or a premonition. She had slept through the day and awoke as the last rays of the setting sun cast their grainy beams into the room. Rudrani felt restored, renewed. She had left Dev, Shamsher, Jung, Bahadur, Rana and his reign of 144 days behind her. The crumbling balustrades of Fairlawn, the ancient bloodstains in the rusted kukris, in the locked trunk under her mother's bed, the memory of her absent father. She had left these things behind, committed them to words, consigned them to the parallel space of narrative. Only unsubmitted remained suspended in her imagination each word as acutely alive as when she had first written it. It was still a ghost presence in her life, her most intimate confession of herself. My body is a haunted house.
1: Launchora and Penguin India present Scenes from Jepper Journals an audio series where I, Lakshtata, will introduce you to some of the characters and voices from Jaipur Journals, a new novel set against the backdrop of the iconic Jaipur Literature Festival, written by author, publisher and festival director, Namita Gokhale. The scene you just heard was narrated by the author Namita Gokhale herself, giving you a glimpse into the life of the character, Rudrani Rana. Follow this show to hear more voices from the novel, and to know the full story, Get your copy of Jepperd Journals from Amazon or wherever you buy books. The audiobook will be available later this year. Thank you for listening to Scenes from Jepper Journals.